Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. This week's podcasts are focused on what teams have done in the offseason now that we are just a few days away from spring training starting for pitchers and catchers. I am Allison Futter, and I'm here with Mark Fellman, who is covering the Braves now and forever And, Mark, let's just go over a little bit of what the Braves have done. Obviously, we know that they're focused on next year and beyond, uh, but there are still seasons to be played. And we've had conversations that this looks like, you know, it could be a pretty decent kind of transition season for the Braves. So when you look at what they did in the offseason, what stands out to you as some of the more uh, poignant moves? You know, I think this was the – more surprising of the two off-seasons. If we went back a year ago, they, when they entered the off-season after 2014, and he said, okay, well, there's a reason to trade Jason Hayward. There's a reason to trade Justin Upton. Neither of them are going to resign after playing this, what would have been their final year in Atlanta. There was reason to trade Evan Gaddis um, because you, you viewed him as an American League player. Okay, but, but when we entered this past off-season, we didn't necessarily – Expect them to trade Andrelton Simmons and Shelby Miller, and certainly not not both of them. Um, and it started off pretty early there during the early days of the general manager's meetings when it started to leak that, that they were talking to teams about Andrelton Simmons. And uh, as you mentioned, they you know both moves did strengthen them for the future, which uh, continued this rebuilding process. Um, you know now they've got to, to live with the immediate consequences. You know you, you they were fortunate enough to get a Major League uh, a veteran shortstop in Eric Ibar to fill uh, Simmons' role, but at the same time, I see these two guys as trending in two different directions from an offensive perspective, and it goes without saying that, that nobody can really replace Andleton from a uh, defensive perspective. As for Shelby Miller, we've, we've spoken about this on previous podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you take those 200 innings out of the, the rotation. Uh, yes, it's nice to have Danby Swanson and Aaron Blair and Ender Enciarte, what you got in return for for Shelby. But uh, right now, you're, you're going to start to, you know, you're going to spend the next six months trying to fill those innings uh, and provide some of the consistency that Shelby might have provided. Um, so it's, it was a very interesting offseason. Um, and I'd say what the, the, the major difference was we were surprised to, to see both of those guys move. Yeah, so it's pretty timely as you and I are recording this. Keith Law is 
like 30 minutes ago, released his uh, his rankings of all the farm systems of all 30 teams. Um, he's the ESPN.com insider. Of course, he's um, very well respected in the industry, and he has the Atlanta Braves as the number one uh, farm system, which comes as no surprise. He said that it's really not even close, and he really didn't have to give it that much thought. Um, and, and that bodes well for, and, and the same thing is for um, our MLB pipeline guys are, are talking about the Braves, you know, really being top notch. So um, as they enter the season, I mean, I guess it's kind of nice to know that at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they have some tangible uh, proof that other people will respect your moves, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. No, I mean, it, you know, to, to see, you know, you know, Keith Law come out and say that uh, they, they do have the best system. I know that that our guys where we where we ranked them. I think we had uh, I think we had five guys in the top 100 with, with MLB.com. Uh, Phillies may have had seven, uh, but it's, it's just the difference is the amount of guys that the Braves have there in the top 50, 60 players. Uh, you know, within our system, and then obviously with Keith Law, I think I, I just like you said, his list just came out a half hour ago, but. Uh, I remember breezing over and seeing something like uh, where he was talking about the guys ranked 11th through 20th within the system per his rankings. You know, these guys are going to have major league impact. Well, you go back a year or two ago, uh, or let's go to the end of the 2014 season, what they had before they started making these changes. And a guy named Jason Hirsch um, was their, probably their, within their top five prospects, probably. Most everyone had him within the top five. Well, right now you don't even see him within the top twenty in most of these rankings. So that gives you a sense of uh, you know he was the number one draft pick in two thousand. Uh, I think that was thirteen. Um, you know he's fallen off the board because you know first of all because he he has taken a step backwards now relief pitcher, but at the same time they've just filled this, uh, their system with that much talent that they brought in via trades and few draft picks, and uh, the, the international market is going to be very kind to them uh, this uh, this summer again as well because they're going to be very aggressive. Probably get the the top guy. Uh, you know, it's a, a you know bad secret. Are you a reality TV show watcher, Allison? Um, just a couple, but not really. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, watch. I don't watch it. I don't watch much, but my wife's into The Bachelor. So one, one, I was like, well, why, you can already find out who the winner is, Reality Steve or whatever. Anyhow, I, <laughs> I, I found this Reality Steve, and so I, I, I kind of view the international market, at least this, this Kevin Maiton, uh here, the, the fact he's going to sign with the Braves. I think that's the only worst kept secret is, is who's going to win The Bachelor every year. <laughs> the only reality <laughs> show I watch is one uh, Housewives show. With Jim Edmonds' wife is is one of the stars because it's, it's like I can't tear my eyes from it. It's such a train wreck. Um, but I, you know, Jim Edmonds is like we all like Jim Edmonds. So the whole thing is just like mind boggling. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so I want to. Um, I mean, you know, as far as like looking at what the team has done and how like the rotation is set up. Um, I mean, when you look at this rotation, how would you? I, I mean, some, for some of the reporters, we've been doing grades, like grade the rotation, grade the bullpen. I don't know if that we need to do that with the Braves necessarily, but with the, with the rotation, like how do you see it as a whole, um, as far as you know, depth um, and just guys that can can give you 175 innings, um, getting through a major league season helps. I mean, how do you see that kind of setting up? And we'll start at the top there. We'll go with the 
there is not going to be a lot of stability. I actually just recently wrote that the uh, Braves rotation will have the stability and consistency of uh, typical Marlins coaching staff this year. But uh, <laughs> I, I think that, uh, so. There will be a lot of changes. Um, you know, but, but right there at the top, Julio Toronto, I expect him to have a better season than he did than he did last year. Uh, you know, where, whether he gets back to where he was in 2013 and 14 remains to be seen. There's a big big question mark is what does Bud Norris do coming off a year like he had last year? Two years ago, he pitched effectively enough that he made two playoff stars for the Orioles, and then last year he gets released in July. If he pitches effective enough for the Braves, like there's a seems to be a, a likely reason to believe he'd be traded in July. Um, then all of a sudden, what you're going to do is you're going to start opening up some other slots for the Sean Newcombs and Aaron Blairs. Uh, Terrell Jenkins may make a deb- his debut earlier in the season. But as, as we, we go into camp, I, I'd say the three guys I'd, that I project in that rotation for sure would be Teron, um, Bud Norris, and, and Matt Whistler. The, the last two spots, Williams Perez may slip in there. It does not look like Mike Fulton, which will be ready uh, to start the season. He's still recovering from uh, the blood clot, uh, which caused him to, to lose a portion of his rib there behind his shoulder uh, back in September. So uh, we'll have to see what Manny Banuelos, how he, how his elbow is. Um, so it, there, there'll be some interesting storylines uh, surrounding that rotation. But as the season goes, I think what we're going to see is there. You know, once they see a, a chance to, to test some of their young guys like Newcomb and and Chris Ellis and uh, Aaron Blair, once they can test those guys, they'll take advantage of that opportunity just so they have a better idea of what their rotation might look like in 2017. So is there anything that you think that loose ends that you think they haven't addressed um, just that they still need to do, or do you think that they're pretty satisfied with what they have going into camp? I, I think they're pretty well set. I think the, the one, you know, they will, they're going to have to make a decision uh, with, with Nick Swisher or Michael Bourne once they get to camp, as long as everyone else stays healthy, uh, you know, and, and everything plays out the way it is, there, there is not a, enough room for both of them to start the season on the roster. The best guess is that they will keep Michael Bourne and, and uh, try to trade Nick Swisher. They, they hope he comes into camp and hits 340 and six or seven homers, and you know, teams say, "Hey, look, I'll take a chance on him." Uh, Braves are still going to have to eat some of that salary, but at the same time, if they uh, they can move and they'll try. If not, you know, they, they may have to just go ahead and, and eat the $15 million that he is owed. And now, it's, it's a little easier to do that given that the, the Indians did give the Braves $15 million uh, with, with that deal, which was simply set up because the Indians wanted to get rid of salary in 2016 or, or lower their payroll for 16. The Braves, were, the way that move benefited the Braves is their target was to uh, – a race Chris Johnson's salary for 2007. Ah. Wow. I guess it worked. Um, yeah. And now, yeah, and now Chris Johnson is a Marlin, right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Mark, thank you so much. Uh, safe travels to Florida, and I'm sure I will see you there. So take care, and we'll talk to you soon. 
MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 